0: You are listening to The Forecast from four fields of Anfield Road, the world's international LFC podcast. Well, one of the highlights of Sunday's 4-0 victory over West Ham United was an impressive debut from Naby Keita. The stats show that he contributed right across the pitch and last night's press box panel were impressed with what they saw.
1: He, He does a little bit of everything. I don't think I've seen a midfielder like him. Certainly not in the last... Five years in terms of just how many little strings to his bow he's got.
2: I thought he was brilliant, brilliant on Sunday. You can just see he's a, he's a Liverpool player, he's exactly what, what Liverpool are about. He's dynamic, he's quick, he's hungry, he wins
1: the ball back, he uses the ball, and he gets into good positions. And yeah, I think we more goals, but we, we, we're giving everyone double figures. we <laughs> will get double figures this season from midfield. He's just a very, very good central midfielder that's got. Energy, he's got power and skill, and you couldn't really, you wouldn't want anything else from a, a central midfielder. He's got vision. He takes every box that what you want for, for a midfielder to do. Um, so they, they, they clearly did some smart business. I know there was, a, I remember this time last year when it um, everybody was, there was a lot of angst that he, he they couldn't get the deal done for it, um, and Coutinho was going, but they did very smart business to get it done then. And, Wait for the twelve months because he's what? He's only twenty-two. A few years now,
2: Liverpool where they're buying players. It's not not hundred percent success rate, but certainly n- maybe
1: ninety percent success rate where they're coming in and they seamlessly fit into the system. So it's like players to fit the system rather than you know having to change a system to accommodate a player, which is you know for a long time Liverpool seem to be doing, seem to be getting players who play a completely different way and
2: then bringing them in and say, "Oh, you've got to change now." is another one who doesn't seem to have to, you know, he, I think Klopp said after the game, look, he, he plays the same way in Leipzig, so just go and do your stuff.
0: This is the forecast. The Forecast is an official podcast of four fields of Anfield Road. We are at www.foresight.com. A great international community of Reds. Welcome to the show. My name is Joe. But uh, once again, I am not alone on this show. Say hi to Camille.
2: Hi, guys. What's going on? What's up? Hi, Joe.
0: Hey, thanks for responding to a last-minute request for a guest on the no. show. I was pulling pleasure. out teeth, pulling out all my hair. I nearly got bald and I nearly lost all my teeth as well. But say oh, It's
2: a pleasure, you. a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, Camille, as we do on the show, uh, for any first-time uh, uh, guests uh, on the show, I give an opportunity to To them to tell me a little bit about themselves, how long you've been a Liverpool supporter, how you came to support the club uh, and stuff like that. So go right ahead.
2: Okay, I've been a Liverpool supporter since I was young because my dad's a Liverpool supporter as well. So I think since I was uh, probably six, that's when I started getting interested in football. So I think since six and I think they just, um, I think the fans what makes Liverpool really special. Um, But I think it's time for us to win something This season, so let's hope that we strive towards that uh, come end of the season and leave some trophies.
0: Awesome, awesome. Uh, I think James Milner probably agrees with your uh, sentiment of uh, Uh, trying (laughs) to win trophies. So he said something like that, I think just a day ago, uh, about winning trophies. Um, And I personally feel that way too. I think um, it's a great project um, that uh, Klopp has. Uh, yep, and he's, yep, he's doing wonderful work. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm his massive. I'm his biggest supporter. Right. Apart from the biggest supporter of the club, uh, yep. and the club is always bigger than an, an, an individual. But I definitely. feel that any good project must lead to some result. So yep. for a football yep, club, so it so has this to is be a third
2: This will be Klopp's third full season. So I think. Um, yeah, I think. Um, I think every Liverpool fan would agree that I think it's time that you know the fruits of our labor are are, are there. So yeah, let's hope. Exactly. Season, exactly, exactly. We win something. Yep.
0: Um, okay, we 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 did cover um, all the stuff, the post game reactions uh, from the West Ham. Uh, game over the weekend, uh, f- great result, thrilling performance, um, and you know everybody uh, 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 in the stadium and outside of the stadium, and millions and millions of fans were wanking uh, to that uh, <laughs> result. Um, you know, you can see Klopp himself. You know, I'm oh, not sure what he was doing with his, his new celebration. Thing. Probably. Yeah. New- <laughs> um, so we're not going to cover that so much, but let me give me uh, give me your reactions to that uh, to that first game.
2: Um, I think it was a good team performance. The We started off a bit slow. I think, as you can see from um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, his crosses were not on point. I think it's a bit of rust uh, after the World Cup, considering mm-hmm. here he didn't have the full um, six weeks of pre-season. But yeah, I think right. it was a good performance. It was good integration for um, the new boys, Allison and um, Nabi Keita as well. Uh, We've had to see Fabinho and Shakiri make a start. So I think... Somewhere down the line, we, we should see that. But I think it was a good, uh, good start to the season. Four 0 Um, yeah, I think. Uh, I think it's still early days, but it's mm-hmm. a it's a step in the right direction. I think.
0: Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, I think it was also. I mean, the goals are great, and also, but it's more the manner of the performance and um, really the performances of um a lot of the players actually caught it right. Yeah, a lot yeah. of great performances from. From James Milner, from Sadio Mane, Salah on the score sheet. Uh, Even Firmino, who didn't really have that great a game, registered an an assist. Um, And, uh, of course, uh, Kaita. Uh, Everyone has been looking forward to seeing uh, Nabi uh, uh, Kaita. Uh, we'll talk about yep. him a, in a, just in, in a tad, but um, just uh, just reading right now on the on the LiverpoolFC.com uh, site. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So Liverpool have now won the League Managers Association's Performance of the Week award. So the Reds kicked off the new Premier League season, obviously, with the 4-1 victory over um, um, West Ham with two goals from Salah. uh, So two goals from Mane, a goal from Salah, and, of course, that uh, Daniel Sturridge um, uh, goal. And the manner of their display caught the eye of the LMA voting panel, which comprised of Chairman Howard Wilkinson, Sir Alex Ferguson, Joe Royal, Dave Bassett, and Barry Fry. So they picked out uh, Liverpool's uh, uh, win as that eye-catching um, uh, game over the weekend and awarded it the LMA Performance of the Week award so I think it's very hard I think it's well yeah
2: I think it's that. well deserved I think um, yeah I, uh, considering that I watched the um, Man City and Arsenal game as well I <laughs> oh think God. yeah I think, it, yeah, I think um, the manner in which we got the 4-0 win I think it was it was good and I think it's a well-deserved award I think
0: right yes um right Okay, let's talk about a little bit about uh, Kaita before we look ahead to the Palace game, okay? Sure. Um, from what you've seen of Kaita in pre season and, of course, in this first game, what are your thoughts?
2: Um, we've waited a year and I think it's well worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he fits seamlessly into the Liverpool midfield as well as the Liverpool um, starting 11. I think you can see from. Um, the performance over the weekend, he plays it really simple, mm-hmm. but it's something that is really hard to do in a uh, in a Liverpool team where um, Jurgen Klopp demands a lot from the players in terms of pressing, you know, um, covering the channels, running through spaces, and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, he's been really really outstanding, and I think like what Klopp said as well, it's expected of um Naby Keda to be you know doing mm-hmm. that week in week out. So mm-hmm. I think let's hope um. Uh, he keeps up that performance, and everything else falls into place in terms of you know injuries, um, yellow cards, and whatnot. So hopefully he has a good um, long season for Liverpool. Yeah, I, I, it looks good.
0: Does it? Does he? Does he look like the player that kind of the kind of player um, that we've missed? Well, I would, as that eight, and in in a way, um, <laughs> since obviously the last owner yep. of the shirt. Um, is a club legend, um, Stevie G, yep. and now we've got this guy that's come in. Um, is this the kind of player that we have, have that we've missed that that actually turns all these, you know, failures to success?
2: Um, I would agree to a certain extent. I think yeah, um, definitely having um taken over the legendary Stephen Gerard's Jersey is so a definitely big shoes to fill, but I think he has you know the the character, the 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 gameplay and everything everything else that needs that a player needs you know to mm-hmm. succeed in Liverpool. I think he adds a bit more um energy into that midfield. Um, I think the only thing that I personally would miss this season is actually having um Chamberlain playing because I think having oxlade Chamberlain in that Liverpool side. Mm-hmm. Playing together with Keta or without Keta would, you know, um, add another dimension to the game to our to our to our playstyle based mm-hmm. on what we've seen last season. So mm-hmm. I think there's a big miss, but I think Keta will be another step up, and it'll be interesting to see how he fares against, you know, the the, the, the other top six teams, you know, like Man United,
0: right, and City,
2: right. and all that stuff. So I think it would be it'll be, be good.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so. Um, You know, one of the things that really impresses me about Kaita is his um, athleticism and tenacity. I pointed out in the uh, post-game show um, a couple of observations that I made about him. Now, one observation that I made about him previously, previously, previously um, Mm -hmm. is the quality of his passing. I think there's Mm -hmm. some technique that he's learned before. Um, that when when he when he plays a forward pass, you notice that he has got the technique when the ball is released from his feet. Right, there's little little bubble. Uh, you know, it's very easy for the for the opposing uh, for his um for his colleague to run onto, uh, and into yep. stride and take it and then and then move with it. So he seems to have this really nice um, technique that he has with his passing. So that's the first thing. The other thing that I noticed from the West Ham game, though, is how he was able to receive the ball in almost quite tight kind of situations, tight kind of spaces, and still be able to find space and move forward with the ball and then play a, th- a forward pass. And now, when I, when in, in those moments, I was thinking to, to myself, I said, okay, right, he's gotten the ball now and he's probably going to lose it because there are like three other West Ham players around yep. him. But, hey, No. He kept the ball and he found a way to wriggle through and still find, you know, that offensive pass to a teammate. Uh, Very amazing. Very, very amazing. The best part is he doesn't go for the safety sideways pass. He always drives forward towards the, the defense. Yep. And, and that's why he's, 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 he's such an amazing player. And that's why I asked this question whether he really is the, the, the kind of player that uh, that we needed, actually. I think
2: I agree with that. or I agree with whatever you said. I think um, it still remains to be seen, but there is definitely mm-hmm. something there with um, Keita that he, he adds a bit more to, the, to, our, to our team. So I think um, it will, the test will come, I think, against you know the big sides, Man City, uh United, I think. Yep. If he can if he 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 can produce what he did um against West Ham yep. and of course in the Champions League I think yeah we we've got a, a real gem on our hands and he's only twenty-three so
0: yep. Yep.
2: Yep. yeah the the sky's the limit I think.
0: Yep, yeah. Well um maybe the tests uh could come um as soon as um the next game. Uh because it's our first game away. Yep. And it's against Crystal Palace, who have uh, historically shown themselves to be somewhat of a uh, banana skin. Uh, This is what happened uh, last season um, uh, in April uh, uh, when we played away uh, to Palace at Selhurst, uh, where we won that game uh, 2 1. uh, So uh, let's listen in what happened.
1: Yep. That's Van Dijk! The little touches off Marnie and wide of the target. Free header as well for the big Dutchman. And so Luka Milovojevich. He's been pretty spot on from the penalty spot, but did miss here against Manchester City. Doesn't miss today though. And Crystal Palace have the lead. Salah trying to buy himself a yard. We'll find Milner. Firmino. Milner again. Mane! 1-1, brilliant from James Milner, picked out the pass, picked out Sadio Mane, and Liverpool are level. And then it will cut... Oh, Benteke's in! It broke off a Liverpool man, and Christian Benteke handed the chance to score, and he doesn't take it. Milivojevic... He's only got couple of goals this season, he could have another though now because Townsend is in and finds Benteke, who's missed the game and Liverpool survive again. Roxley Chamberlain, Liverpool again looking dangerous. They have for such long periods of the game and Firmino and Mohamed Salah! You're just not going to stop him when he gets a chance like that. And for the third time in four seasons, Liverpool have come from behind at Salhurst Park.
0: So, you're not going to stop uh, Mo Salah unless you're a fucking autograph hunter who takes pictures of him uh, in his car uh, with his hands on his mobile phone instead of his steering wheel.
2: Oh, if you're Sergio Ramos.
0: <laughs> not, not Sergio <laughs> Ramos. That, that whole thing about him. Oh, you're Sergio Ramos. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, so speaking of Sergio Ramos, Karma, Karma is a bitch, by the way.
2: Yeah, I know. I, don't, I know.
0: Yeah. Deserved it. Costa should have kicked harder. But okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, and it's quite funny, you know, actually that ga- that game with uh, with when Mane called the equaliser, he celebrated with the with the Firmino kung fu kick. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. It's
0: quite cute. It's quite cute. I think we need to see a copycat celebration from Mane once Firmino uh, scores his first uh, goal for this season. Um, Mane is of course off the mark. Two goals. Salah is also off the mark. Um, looking at the training um uh, g- uh game that was on yesterday in melwood oh yeah um, yep. the guys who did not start the game played uh in this uh, game against the under 23s um not the under 23s uh against the, the 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 academy players okay yep. um and guys like shakiri who's opened the scoring Okay, Shakiri played, Lalana played, Solanke scored two goals. Yeah, scored two, yeah. Yeah, Sturridge also scored a penalty. Um, mm-hmm. Other players to be involved, okay? Henderson played, Moreno played, Klein played, and Fabinho also played yep. this game. So, um, going to be an interesting one. Do you see any changes to the lineup, though?
2: Uh if I were to be honest, I think he should stick with the same lineup. I think um okay. uh yeah, I think Milner has been yeah, Milner did did well against West Ham, uh Keita right. obviously. And I think um Genie as well. he did well in yep. the six. Yep. Uh where Favino is supposedly uh to play. Uh so I think in my personal opinion he should stick with the same eleven, but mm-hmm. if in the event that he cop decides to um make additional changes or or rather change the starting eleven, I think it shouldn't be a problem. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be good for those who are given the chance to start against um Crystal Palace and it's a way for Liverpool uh, mm-hmm. at Selhurst Park. I think it's a good opportunity for them to, to show that um yeah they are also capable of, you know, being in the first eleven for Liverpool.
1: Yeah.
2: Um because the, the, the wealth of options we have this season compared to the previous I don't know how many seasons ago. It's yep. definitely, definitely much better this mm. season. So I think it'll be, uh, it'll be good. It'll be sad to see some players not not play, but I think it'll mm-hmm. be a good headache for for Klopp as well. I think to have um so many players at his dis disposal and for him to choose the best eleven to um get the win against Palace.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let me ask you uh, another question here. Uh, I am not sure whether Mati would be fit enough. Uh to come back. I'm not sure to what to what state he was out for a little bit after. I think he returned home from the US.
2: Uh, yeah, he did. Again after the game against Dortmund, I think. Yeah, and another one yeah. of the
0: muscular injuries that he tends to be suffering yep. from. Um, and now he's involved in this game. Uh, we've had a little bit of a break, obviously, since the West Ham game. So we only play on the on the Monday?
2: Yes, uh, correct. On the Monday, yep. You,
0: Monday. the um, yep. Monday. Okay, Let, let's hypothetically say Assuming he is fit and available, would you swap out Gomez?
2: No, I'll stay with Gomez. Even though in the game against West Ham, he did have like I think from what I can remember, one or two lapses. Uh, I think the one that the that one that sticks out in my mind is Arnautovic. the one when um, Ogbonna gave the ball over the top, okay, and then Aronatovich Arnaut, yeah. made the run. Mm-hmm. I think that was the only thing that uh, I think that caught my eye in terms of a mistake that he did, but other than that, I think he did well in mm-hmm. his um first start after a while since getting the injury, the ankle injury as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, he looked assured uh, with Van Dyke uh playing alongside Van Dyke, so okay. I think um he should keep his place,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I think um yeah he's still 21, so I think yeah, yeah. it's it's good um game time for him to be. he's good um yeah it's good that he has the game time and playing alongside Van Dyke as well. So I think yeah he should um stick in the lineup
0: okay um Staying i on. would agree with you on this um he's he looked okay in this game in that game um and he also stood up physically to anautovic uh most times um and that's going to be one of the things that probably comes um as a precaution against palace because you have some more physical physical players uh that are going to be a threat um yep. uh, obviously uh, you know, if you look at Crystal Palace, you would think ordinarily there would be there would be a team that would dominate uh, uh, in the air, and you know, players yep. like uh, uh, Benteke and 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 uh, and, and the sort. Okay. Yep. Uh And then you've got um, uh, uh, players like um, Zaha. Of course, they they are very happy because he signed a con- uh, extension. Yep. Uh, he and did. he's pacey as well. So there's some physicality and there's some pace uh, in this game now. Uh, just looking at um, uh, injury-wise, um, Scott Dan is obviously out. Max Beyer looks doubtful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still scratching my head as to how... Max yeah, how did they focus? land? Yeah, oh, my no. God, Max Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Uh Other players doubtful are Jonathan Williams and Connor Wickham. Of course, we've got uh, Ox on the long-term uh, injury list. Uh, Dejan yep, and,
2: yeah, Lovren as well.
0: Yep, for the next yep. two three weeks at least. Clavin, uh, mm. not sure what's happening. Matip, maybe I don't know. Fabinho. Yep. Again, maybe maybe this is too too soon for them. Um, it is i guess easy to see from a perspective that they have no reason to make a change uh to defense or attack for this yep. for this reason uh defense played generally well, although i have to say Stoke, uh, sorry, West Ham didn't really pose that much of a danger to us our midfield though was was amazing was amazing and of course our attack is always our attack which is simply superbla so yep Agreed. um. <laughs> So that's really the thing. So I think maybe yeah, no change.
2: Yeah, I think sticking with the same eleven would be I think the way to go. Um, and like I said before, I think the options on the bench would be that we have this season is um pretty good. So if let's say in, in the event or someone's tired or someone you know mm-hmm. has a has a muscle strain or whatever or, or whatever, I think the players that Klopp can call on from the bench are I think. Mm-hmm. Sufficient enough to at least uh yeah to get the win at um Selhurst Park I think.
0: Now the only thing here is that um, the last time we played, um, Robertson, uh, Andy Robertson seemed to struggle on that left side, so maybe that is potentially an area of weakness that Palace could look to exploiting. Uh, they actually did that. They put the pressure on that, and and um, they nearly equalized. And but uh, Benteke actually put the shot over the bar. Surprise, surprise! Benteke putting a shot <laughs> over the bar.
2: But um, oh yeah, Palace had a lot of chances that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and they were primarily they were trying to exploit that that um, that that left side. So yep. maybe it could be another uh, approach for them. They might look to do that again this time. I'm not sure. Uh So, but. Yeah, I don't see any justification for changing this.
1: Yeah.
2: I um, agree
0: with that. Who else is on this team? Uh Chiqui Oh yeah, Yeah. he may come in for James MacArthur. But again, um yeah. Uh they actually won their last game um as well.
2: Yeah, they they were convincing in their last game, I think 2 2-0, two, two I think yeah. Yeah, I think 2-0. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I one to, yeah, Zaha scored. Yeah, um, yeah The w- one sucker, the the winger turned right back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think he had a good debut, um, for for Palace. So I think yeah, it'll be it'll be a good it'll be a good uh contest. I think, so we'll see.
0: It was uh Schlup um, with the ah, assist. Ah yeah, scored. Yep. Yep. from uh, Van Aanholt was the with the assist, and Zaha, yeah. uh, yep. scored as well with the assist from uh Bis- one, one Bissaka. Yep. Um, but if you ask their fans, though, they don't seem so uh, positive. Uh, they feel that despite the fact that Zaha signed this extension, that basically they will be in and amounts the the relegation scrap. I don't know why they would think this. Maybe it's because of the, the Y effect, maybe. But um, uh, that's one of the things. So they hope that really he stays on and doesn't leave in January or something like that. Uh, they don't seem to have much faith in the result of this game. Um, if you read f- from some of the perspective that's been offered by Palace um, supporters, can you blame them? Really, it is us. I mean, <laughs> it's interlating.
2: Um, uh, I yeah. think with the I think with the additions that um we made, I think yeah, it's a cause. People look at the team sheet and think, oh, okay, there's um not 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 to disrespect carriers, but it's Allison over carriers. So yeah. I think it's like yeah, they'll they'll see it as a a much more um I'll put it simply as a more solid Liverpool team compared to last um last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the addition of Alisson has been really great um, yeah, f- um, commiserations to carriers, but I think um, Klopp has I think decided finally that he needs a new goalie and he's gone on to sign one. Mm-hmm. So I think it's um, it's more assured as well like what I think Virgil van Dijk said a couple of weeks ago in an interview as well like they're more assured, and you know, when playing with Alisson So I think that's a good, that's a good start. And so hopefully, that he has more minutes with the back four and the rest of the team. And I think yeah, yeah it would be a good addition for us this season. So I think, Palace fans, I will agree. Palace fans might be, you know, a bit um yeah, might concede defeat. But I think, like what the normal saying goes, the ball is round, so anything can happen. So <laughs> we, we, <decide. laughs> we just have
0: round. to see. <laughs> As the ball is round. Uh... That's a big boot up the field and all these kind of uh, cliches. Okay, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Uh, Give me a prediction.
2: Um, Prediction away at Southhurst Park, I'll say a very narrow 2-1 win for Liverpool.
0: Narrow 2-1. So again, another 2-1. Yep,
2: Yep. another 2-1. Similar to last season away at Southhurst Park. Yep.
0: Interesting. Interesting. I think that... There will be another goals fest.
2: Oh really? Three mm. three?
0: No no no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think Palace will put one past us. That's what I think. Yeah, but I, would I think, think
2: so. That's yes, why I, I gone for the two one. But yeah. Yeah, but I still
0: think that we will put a couple bar past them. Okay Keep your fingers crossed Okay, we're going to take A short listening break But when we come back uh, We're going to talk about uh, Some of the latest news Surrounding the club And in the league Don't go anywhere We will be right back You let
1: me feel like I'm
0: on top of the world Tonight Diego Costa go from one of Liverpool's most hated players rival team to one of its most favoured very simple you have to put your foot in the head of Sergio Ramos the cunt <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my god I think I watched that I think I watched that clip a couple of times I still can't yeah, get I it yeah I watched
2: anymore. it uh, a few times since I, since this morning uh, it was so funny <laughs>
0: Hey, uh, speaking of uh, La Liga, did you just read what um, interesting decision that they've made? They have decided to play one of the La Liga, La Liga games outside of their domestic league.
2: Yeah, I read that one and it's, a, I think, a 15-year deal. 15-year like deal, that. yes. Yeah, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: what, do, what do you think
0: of this uh, move?
2: Uh... Obviously it's all about the money, but I think um it's just I hope I certainly hope that the um English league the Barclays Premier League don't follow in the footsteps of the La Liga. Mm-hmm. I think it's better to keep it all the matches in England and obviously have your normal Premier League Asia trophies or whatever mm-hmm. uh, during the pre season. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh it just show goes to show that um it's an exclusive league, and yeah, I think I think many would agree that um the English league is the um best league in the world. I think so. I think um yeah. Yeah, should should remain the same. All the all the matches in England to be played in England and not following the footsteps of La Liga or wherever else.
0: Well, I I understand the whole profit motive um in all of this uh, that does not escape me. Uh, it's all about money, right? Uh, the commercial yep. stuff. It's hard to ignore. Especially with the kind of values that we are talking about today, um, but you know, some things—it just, hey, mate, some things just don't happen. It just doesn't work this way. I feel. Um, apart from, hey, you know, you're putting your domestic league game outside into a foreign country. I'm not sure what damage that does to the to the league of that country of the host country. In the US, I mean. Yeah. MSL is trying to, uh, the MLS is trying to build its own profile up. Okay. And then we've got all these guys that are going down there to retire like Wayne Rooney and, and, yeah. Rich and all these kind Zlatan, of guys, Zlatan, yeah. Robbie Keane <laughs> and all these guys. And, uh, yep. you know, done well for some of them, of course. Um, I, of course, uh, I was TVG as well. Um, yeah. But, you know, how does this affect their, their league, you know? So, I'm not sure if it's this kind of a broader discussions and thought process that needs to be considered in all of this.
2: Um, yeah, I would agree with that. I think, especially since, like, what you, to to address your point, I think, like, what you said, um, the MLS has been, you know, building up its profile to be, you know, one to to you know, compete with the best leagues in 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 Europe and in the world. And then you have this agreement to bring uh, La Liga matches to be played in the US. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, yeah, it's it's a bit here and there. Um, I think it will impact. Um, the league a bit, but mm-hmm. I, I still think that um at the MLS, no offense, but I think the MLS is uh, light years uh, behind the yeah. the best leagues in 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 Europe and in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you the US is still dominated by you know in the NFL and the NBA. I think yeah. it's still a long way for the MLS to catch up with the NBA and the NFL as well. So yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about um cities blow. Um, which is losing Kevin De Bruyne. Now, he may be out for any period between two to four months. That's what's been banded. Apparently, he's traveled. (laughs) He's traveled. To Barcelona. Barcelona. (laughs) 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 I don't know what that means, but... I'm um, going to see the specialist. Who I don't know. Is he a doctor? Is a witch doctor? I don't know what kind of doctor he is. But to see whether he can treat treatable and keep his um, uh, downtime uh, as low as possible. And um, and then of course you've got uh, city fans on social cooking up all kinds of things, saying that oh, uh, rival fans are just uh, laughing at, the, at yeah. the misfortune that has come ac- come upon this wonderful player. And we're all laughing. And, I, and on my feed, is at least, you know, I mean, we are close to like 20,000 followers, right? But I'm yet to see any single Liverpool fan laughing or like, you know, ah, you know, mocking the fact that they've lost him. You know, I put out a tweet saying that it's a shame. No one, we kind of wish injury on any player you know and even such a especially such a it's a great uh a player such as uh, KDB um but let's not make any mistake okay here insane yep that it's a blow
2: right definitely a blow to city yep
0: how how much do you think it's they cool. will miss him miss him though
2: i think um he was such an in, he played such an integral integral part for city last season i think i don't know how many I think he's got one a sing a single digit goal but he provided I think close to like 20 assists mm-hmm. uh in the in the league um I think he'll be a, a big blow but I think City uh will will have the character and the players to uh you know to cope with that I mm-hmm. think they have um Bernardo Silva mm-hmm. who who got off to a good start uh in the community shield as well as the game against Arsenal mm-hmm. and Pep Guardiola Guardiola did mention in his press conference that um, it's Bernardo Silva plus 10 players. So, read really as much as you want into that quote, but I think Bernardo Silva is... Uh, I think will be the first name on the team sheet for now. Okay. And with the um, announcement that David Silva just retired from international football yep. as well. So, I think that will be a big, big... Um, a rather a good news or big news for Guardiola, so he can manage uh, David Silva's minutes uh, better, so he doesn't have to think about um, playing for Spain anymore. So I think once David Silva gets up to speed, um, mm-hmm. considering that he has an injury or or, or a muscle pull or something,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I think yeah, the City will be will will cope well. But I think losing uh, KDB will be a big blow as well. And like what you said, I agree. You don't wish any. You know, serious injuries to happen to any players mm-hmm. from any rival clubs or your clubs for for that matter. So yeah, it'll well, be a blow for. Uh, yeah. City.
0: Um. Uh, actually, you know what? Um, they have a pretty good fixture list. You know, apart from yeah. this game that they've uh, played in that first game against Arsenal, which they obviously won two 0 Um, the next few games are pretty okay. They play Huddersfield, uh, Wolves. Newcastle, Fulham, Cardiff, Brighton, and then surprise, surprise, Liverpool. Liverpool. So, the next one, two, three, four, five, six games is pretty much Pac Man eating pellets.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so it's basically six. One, two, three, four. Yeah, six of the yeah three of the six teams are newly promoted. So. Yeah. I think uh, it's 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 going to be a good opportunity for City to you know um get the points and hopefully they don't have the same start as they did last season where they just you know they just steamrolled through through everyone until they lost to to us Liverpool at yeah. Anfield in January so hopefully the teams before we play against them cause a few upsets but mm. I wouldn't hope on those teams, you know, taking stealing points from City, I think they'll be, be, um, too good for them. And I think mm. by the time they reach uh, Liverpool, I think yep. that's where they will face their first big test of the season.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, people are saying that yeah, they've got too much quality and a lot of depth in the squad, uh, so they won't really miss him so much. They're not a one-man team anyway. Uh, I put out a tweet this morning and said, does anyone have stats regarding Manchester City performances last season with and without KDB? Uh, No one has any of that. One guy did reply and I I can't hold him uh, to his word with regards to these stats, but he said that they win 64% with him and 60% without. Uh, Average goals of 2.39 goals a game with and 1.69 without. Uh, and he's stating this purely from memory. I have no idea why Whoa. anyone would rec- uh, would a consign rim- this to mem- <laughs> memorize this shit. <laughs> but this is what he says. So, uh, but okay, it's four percent differential plus the games that they have coming up. I think they may have just gotten away with this one. But um, that's if it's two, three, two, two months, maybe four months. Well, that's a long time. Then, then maybe it might. Uh, it might, be yeah, it might Steve yeah, it. yeah, yeah, correct, yeah. But
2: I think they'll, they'll still be able to cope, uh, with the loss of KDB. I think like, I think what many netizens would say, I think the quality in the city squad, um, is too good for the six teams that you mentioned just now that they're gonna play over the next six weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I think City will just have uh, just that extra quality to see them win. The matches, I'll bet, but definitely I'll be surprised if they drop any points against the team that you mentioned earlier. So, yeah, we'll, we just have to wait and see, I guess.
0: Okay, uh, moving on, let's come back home. Uh, let's talk about Mignolet. Uh, so the latest rumor is that it seems as if Mignolet is set to miss out on the move uh, to Napoli, uh, with the Serie A side now apparently looking to bring in Arsenal's David Ospina, uh, instead. So uh, it seems as if the options for We Mignolet are dwindling quite quickly. Of course, as we know, the uh, the rest of the European League windows close on the thirty first of August. Yep. Um, and then also, there's this rumor say, going around saying that you know uh, Klopp would not mind actually putting Carriers out on loan. Uh, so <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. Yep. Between Carrius and Minule, who would you keep and who would you loan?
2: Oh, you're putting me in the spot here,
0: Joe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh... You're welcome. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um it's a hard one. Definitely it's a hard one. Um but thank God at least one of them is staying. So mm-hmm. if if um the reports were to be true a few weeks ago that Cloud wanted to, you know, put in the, the second choice uh gloves on in in the fate of the youngsters, the mm-hmm. goalkeeper the goalkeeping youngsters at Liverpool I'll be a bit um skeptical, but I think to answer your question, I would say I don't know, it might be a surprise but I would say loan carriers and keep um Mignole as right second choice at Liverpool. Yeah.
0: That is if, if Mignole wants that because it, it seems... yeah. Exactly.
2: Minole wants to be yeah. first choice he wants to be playing yeah. week in week out um, yeah if he, if an agreement can be reached then that's good yeah. maybe Minole can play in you know, on the cup games okay. or whatever yeah. but if if the agreement cannot be reached then i think it's best that um we sell um uh, and keep Carros and hopefully Carros gets a few games um in the uh, a few cup runs or maybe even if Klopp decides to rest Allison, I don't know, but I hope not. But yeah, mm-hmm. then we will see. Um, we'll see how it goes. Karras is still young, so I think, but he still needs the confidence. So mm. going, putting him out alone wouldn't be a bad idea because he'd be getting you know that game time, mm-hmm. playing week in week out. So I think that would be a good uh, boost for his confidence, yeah. uh, especially after what happened in the Champions League final. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's, that's my what I think.
0: Yeah, I think for 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 Mignolet, uh, it's it's quite clear that he's not going to be top dog anymore so it probably like I don't want to be here anymore I just want to go you know so I think yep. so but yeah but it's going to be quite weird you know if you're unable to sell him and then you know he stays and uh, I'm not sure how that how
2: yeah that that'd be just yeah. Yeah, yeah it'd be
0: weird I'm surprised though because I, I thought that there would be buyers for, for Mignole, at least I don't know it seems it's I, strange yeah I don't know
2: why Napoli decided to, you know, just straight away switch to sign, to, Ospina. to um, David Ospina. But I don't know. It must be something about the transfer fee or contract or whatever. But I like what you said before, wages, like immediately yeah. look set to sign. And then suddenly just like like today, they said, oh, Napoli wanted to, want, is in talks to sign David mm-hmm. Ospina instead. So I don't know. I don't know what's gone wrong there. So
0: Maybe he's, maybe it has got to do the wages or something.
2: Probably. Yeah. I, 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 I wouldn't rule that out.
0: To yep. be honest, yeah, yeah. Okay, we know um, uh, Spurs have cooked up some strange reason to uh, move uh, our fixture with them uh, to Wembley, and they cooked. And the reason that they cooked up is that their new stadium uh, is not ready, uh, and they've said that they're due to delays. Because <laughs> obviously, <Yeah. laughs> they don't want to get beaten at home in their new damn stadium. <laughs> Apart from the whole transfer debacle that's been happening as Spurs with them uh signing a record of zero players um Pochettino <laughs> has been coming out uh, firing the apology gun uh he's called for unity among the Spurs faithful and he says that you know they will try and ease the frustration over the delayed stadium moves by trying to win games obviously they won their first game uh, handily enough Yep. Okay. Uh, do you think this is a club in turmoil, and that this this turmoil is just going to play out further and further down the line in the season?
2: I don't think it's much of a turmoil, but um, I am definitely shocked that they didn't sign any players <laughs> uh, in the transfer window, uh, because yeah, Daniel Levy and uh, Pochettino, Pochettino has mentioned before that um. The main focus is moving to the new stadium. That's why mm-hmm. they, they don't have any funds to sign any players and all that stuff. Um, but we've all known that Daniel Levy is a bit of a hard negotiator in terms of selling and buying players as well. So uh, I don't think it's in a, the club is in turmoil or anything like that. But um, I think like, maybe I would agree with you. It's just an excuse that they don't get beaten at their, 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 their new stadium against yeah. Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: very possible that's very very possible
2: yeah they're they, yeah, possible yeah
0: no. we were we were unlucky there the last time by the way so uh, i mean i mean the last time we played them um yeah wembley so,
2: yeah even even at Anfield, oh my god don't don't get me yeah 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 oh correct
0: my. exactly um well that's the story with them uh i think of the of the teams that i probably weep the most for well weep as in crocodile tears is actually <laughs> arsenal um, because their next game is against Chelsea. Chelsea. <laughs> Ooh, away. Oh, my God. Tough, 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 tough. you tough, say tough.
2: there's a club in turmoil, maybe I would agree. With you. <laughs> Man, oh, my God. Yeah, oh, I don't know what's been going on with Arsenal for the past three seasons. Um, yeah, I think as every football fan, I think even though, regardless of who we support, Liverpool, United mm-hmm. or City or whatever, mm-hmm. I think we do like to watch the games that all Arsenal play, the, the football they play, uh-huh. the players that they had. I think it was a joy to watch as a neutral football fan. Mm-hmm. But now I think watching Arsenal play is just, yeah, just a bit disappointing to to, to say the least. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but I think fans shouldn't get too... Uh, should give Unai Emery a bit more more time to implement his ideas Mm -hmm. into the team like what um, Liverpool have given Klopp and you can see the fruits of our labour after three years Mm -hmm. so it just I think the manager needs time and something and time isn't exactly (coughs) on Premier League manager's side anyway not at all in in this modern football so yeah
0: not at all but you know know, the same uh, malaise that had affected Arsenal when they moved to the Emirates Um, did that spanking to stadium Um, was there malaise in the transfer window Uh, and now the same thing is happening to this other London club Spurs who are about to move to this brand new spanking new stadium and there's (laughs) a malaise in the transfer window and you notice this malaise continues for a couple of seasons so perhaps this is a window of opportunity for the rest of the teams uh, to 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 jump in and take advantage of this of this thing. Of course, on the longer term, of course, you know, higher gate uh, income, uh, you know, adds to the coffers and and then overall boosts your your you know transfer spending that you can do, and uh, coupled with other commercial income. But it just seems to me that the pattern uh, is uh, repeating. Um. All right. It might, it might
2: be a London thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, a um, uh, good thing that players are starting to choose us.
2: Come yep, to us. Yeah, and I have no complaints about that. It's good. Yep, come to uh, Merseyside, come to Anfield. Yep. We will welcome you with open arms.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, at least they're choosing us also for genuinely football-related reasons yep, as correct. well. Um, and seeing, of course, the joy of seeing player after player rejecting Manchester United uh, and Jose Mourinho, uh, you know, he's just not a nice guy to do He doesn't. Nobody wants to be their him to be their boss, right? So.
2: Yeah, it's it's just nice to see that he's mourning and crying about other people, other clubs buying and all that stuff. But he's not. when I mean, when the club he's not bringing in anyone so it's just yeah it's it's a good time to be a Liverpool fan
0: I think (laughs) speaking (laughs) of the sour Portuguese one the mirror claim claim former Real Madrid boss Zinedine Zidane reportedly wants to succeed Jose Mourinho at Manchester United as early as next season okay of course it's the early call this is a bullshit rumour of
2: Uh, course
0: (laughs) but it's quite funny isn't it why would zidane go to manchester united is it is that possible probable
2: uh, uh i'll 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 put it this way. never say no i think um okay um hmm. i have a few man united fans who 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 are excited about the prospect of having zidane as well but some of them are unsure about zidane as well but uh in terms of from what i think uh It'll be a good challenge for him, mm-hmm. Zidane, if if he were to succeed, um, Jose at uh, United. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be interesting to see how he brings his ideas to English football. Okay, and to see whether and to see who and, and however many players he brings if he does, uh, become manager at, at Old Trafford. I think um the team he inherited from Rafa at. Madrid is really good you know it's it's, it's crazy so it'll be interesting to see uh, he was quite smart wasn't he
0: he was quite smart because he exited at just the right perfect time yeah correct he knew he knew what was coming you know Uh, and it's starting to show already huh if you take that result at the at the uh, the uh,
2: The Super Cup Super Cup result yeah
0: (laughs) so uh, you know smart guy he knows when to leave on a high and, you know, winning note. Because I guess his own career as a footballer in the French national team didn't end on the highest of notes. So. Yeah. <laughs> With a headbutt. You know, Making again, headbutt, one. right? So it's all about the heads. Yeah. today. <laughs> 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 okay, mate. Hey, it was a real pleasure to have you uh, on the show. I think it was a great discussion. I uh, hope you enjoyed being on it.
2: Yep. Uh, pleasure for having me, Joe. Uh, it, it, it's, it's been an interesting experience for me and... Yeah, it's been fun talking to you about football and what we love, Liverpool.
0: Wonderful. Uh, don't be a stranger. I Always return back to the show, and especially when I when I urgently need a guest, uh, I will hope to see your hand put up and say, "Okay, I'm available, Joe. Call me." <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure, listeners, sure. Uh, thank you very much uh, for joining me on this show. Um, obviously, let's have a great, another great result, barnstorming result against Palace yep. away and um, hope to talk to you very soon and I hope to give you a very positive uh, post-match review show thank you very much take care and so long
2: thanks Joe see ya guys
0: bye
1: i take it